What is piled up on our porch? Elena squawked as the Russell family bumped along their rocky driveway. Visible only in the dim headlights of their old beat-up Jeep Wagoneer was what appeared to be a heap of filthy blankets. Colin turned to their fifteen-year-old. Remington, what kind of fort were you building this time? Remington answered with a powerful snore. He had fallen asleep just minutes before reaching their turnoff. The dilapidated rag suddenly sprung to life, unveiling a helpless-looking man who appeared to have been there for hours. Oh, my, Elena thought, what is going on here? Colin asked her to stay in the jeep and not to wake Remington while he stepped out and cautiously approached the stranger. Can I uh, help you with, with something, buddy? He called out. A weak, exhausted voice barely managed to rasp. Your assistance would be most beneficial. I'm drenched, cold, and ravenous. Attempting to rise, the man tumbled back to his space atop the wooden stairs. Grasping the door handle, Elena started to get out. Then she came to her senses. Apprehensively, she watched as her husband sprinted to the shivering, obviously homeless middle-aged fellow. Colin knelt down next to the man, spoke a few words, and then motioned for his wife to join him. Wasting no time, Elena rushed to the porch. The stranger's gentle, needy eyes demanded her attention. Hmm, looks can be deceiving, she cautioned herself. Stay strong. Hun, this harmless guy is worn clean out. He's going to have to stay here tonight. Why don't you go inside, and I'll get Remington. Elena wasn't keen on the idea of a drifter dozing on her porch, not even for one minute. We don't know this man from Adolf Hitler or Jeffrey Dahmer. This is definitely not the way I planned on spending my Friday night. Without a telephone, the Internet, or even a close neighbor for that matter, if the transient wound up being a sociopath, the Russells were on their own. Elena took comfort in knowing Colin was strong and courageous, but he didn't even own a gun. Right or wrong, she feared for her family's safety. She had married an enormous-hearted, yet incredibly obstinate salesman. Colin had already made a decision, and it was set in concrete. It would be a waste of her sweet-smelling breath to try to dissuade him. Without uttering a word, she ascended the stairs, being sure to step as far away from the beggar as possible. Opening his eyes, Remington knew he wasn't in his bedroom. Where am I? he wondered. It only took a matter of seconds for his eyes to adjust. Why did they leave me in the car? Putting his glasses on, Remington sat up. He looked through the windshield just in time to see Mom going inside. Then he caught sight of Dad and the unexpected visitor. <sighs> Who is that, Dad? the boy called as he opened his door. Don't worry about it right now, Remy, Colin said, turning to face his son. Just go inside, get into your pajamas. We'll do our devotion here in a few minutes. But, Dad... The inquisitive teen began. Colin shut him down firmly. Get inside, now. Dad had given him the look. Remy knew what that meant. His toothpick frame bolted across the lawn, up the steps, and into the old farmhouse, where he was certain he would get the full scoop from Mom. Uh, listen, buddy, I... Don't know what to do, Colin said. I have a wife and a son that I'm responsible for. I can't bring you in the house. Surely you know that. 
With disappointment forming in his eyes, the beggar slowly nodded. It certainly wasn't the first time he had been turned away. He had visited the only homeless shelter he knew of within a 25-mile radius. They were full. The Clayville Motor Lodge kicked him off their parking lot. He had attempted to hide in a dumpster, but an angry store owner caught him and literally ran him out of town. He fully expected Colin to turn him away, but he didn't. Uh, for tonight you can sleep out here on the porch, Colin told him. In the morning, after you've uh, regained your strength, you will need to be on your way. 